divine pattern. Jesus taught that man's words played a leading part in the game of life. By your words ye are justified, and by your words ye are condemned. Many people have brought disaster into their lives through idle words. For example, a woman once asked me why her life was now one of poverty of limitation. Formerly she had a home, was surrounded by beautiful things, and had plenty of money. She found she had often tired of the management of her home and had said repeatedly, I'm sick and tired of things. I wish I lived in a trunk. And she added, Today I am living in that trunk. She had spoken herself into a trunk. The subconscious mind has no sense of humor, and people often joke themselves into unhappy experiences. Fortunately, the law works both ways, and a situation of lack may be changed to one of plenty. For example, a woman came to me one hot summer's day for a treatment for prosperity. She was worn out, dejected, and discouraged. She said she possessed just $8 in the world. I said, good, well bless the $8 and multiply them as Jesus multiplied the loaves and the fishes, for he taught that every person had the power to bless and to multiply, to heal, and to prosper. She said, What shall I do next? I replied, Follow intuition. Have you a hunch to do anything or to go anywhere? Intuition means to be taught from within. It is man's unerring guide, and I will deal more fully with its laws in a following chapter. The woman replied, I don't know. I seem to have a hunch to go home. I just have enough money for car fare. Her home was in a distant city and was one of lack and limitation, and the reasoning mind or intellect would have said, Stay in New York and get work and make some money. I replied, Then go home. Never violate a hunch. I spoke the following words for her. Infinite Spirit, open the way for great abundance for her. She is an irresistible magnet for all that belongs to her by divine right. I told her to repeat it continually also. She left for home immediately. In calling on a woman one day, she linked up with an old friend of her family. Through this friend, she received thousands of dollars in a most miraculous way. She had said to me often, Tell people about the woman who came to you with eight dollars and a hunch. There is always plenty on man's pathway but it can only be brought into manifestation through desire, faith, or the spoken word. Jesus brought out clearly that man must make the first move. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. In the scriptures we read, Concerning the works of my hands, command ye me. Infinite intelligence is ever ready to carry out man's smallest or greatest demands. Every desire, uttered or unexpressed, is a demand. We are often startled by having a wish suddenly fulfilled. Nothing stands between man and his highest ideals and every desire of his heart but doubt and fear. When man can wish without worrying, every desire will be instantly fulfilled. I will explain more fully in a following chapter the scientific reason for this and how fear must be erased from the consciousness. It is man's only enemy, fear of lack, fear of failure, fear of sickness, 
fear of loss, and a feeling of insecurity on some plane. Jesus said, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? So we can see we must substitute faith for fear. For fear is only inverted faith. It is faith in evil instead of good. The object of the game of life is to see clearly one's good and to obliterate all mental pictures of fear. This must be done by impressing the subconscious mind with a realization of good. A very brilliant man who had attained great success told me he had suddenly erased all fear from his consciousness by reading a sign which hung in a room. He saw printed in large letters this statement, Why worry? It will probably never happen. These words were stamped indelibly upon his subconscious mind, and he now has a firm conviction that only good can come into his life. Therefore, only good can manifest.